Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the Tuesday thing where I jabber for a while and then Kate takes over and tells you all the things we're supposed to tell you at the top of the I show. tell you that this is our NXT post show for September 12th. This is Tower Graps, and we ask you to get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com to get your question or statement right on air. We also remind you that you can support us on Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming by showing us your biddies. Send in those Twitch bits to support us, and we remind you to do all sorts of things because Tuesday night is for chores, and we need you guys to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com for all sorts of contract news. Yeah, some stuff went up about LA Knight that you're going to want to check out, as well as more coming down the pike. Uh, it feels like CM Punk watches on pause for the time being. More, I'm sure that will be coming up about this new TK, well not new, but finalized TKO merger, of course, with WWE that happened today. So head on over to FightfulSelect.com. You get all sorts of bonus content as well, including Alex and I doing pay-per-view post shows. And leave a thumbs up on this video. It helps people find us in the algorithms. And if you do, I'll find my black lipstick next week and I'll join the bad girl side. What's going on? Huh? There's one way you can turn heel as the gal. There's one, only NXT. one way. Uh, only NXT one way. Find your bad girl look. That, uh, you find your bad girl look. The bad girl look for dinner Brooke tonight was leather lingerie. Um, that, that was a deal with her, which feels not comfortable, but like it seems like it would be not comfortable. But anyway, yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Um, uh, tonight, Kate, uh, how some uh, good, some bad, some, some to some, be seen some, that you've already decided is catastrophic. See, this is the thing, Kate, and I've I, I explained this to you that, um, there, there are two the, the, the two ingredients for my special sauce of mental illness 
Um, one of them is if something could be perfect, but instead is very good, it is therefore terrible. I cannot stop my brain from thinking this. This is this is probably the main ingredient to what sour grabs is. Yeah, if something no, that's could definitely... be perfect, but is instead just very good, it is therefore terrible. I cannot stop my brain from thinking this. Also, also, um, I I get mad about things that haven't happened yet. So that if they don't happen, then I can be happy. But if they do happen, then I already got mad about it several weeks ago. And then I can just be jaded about stuff. And it, and I don't know, somehow it gives me a warm and fuzzy feeling inside. I'm so severely mentally ill. But it's totally fine. You guys all love this. This is probably what contributes to me being able to do funny voices all the time. Waka, waka, waka. You know, this is just a thing. You know, I think it's, it's adorable yeah. that you think you don't get mad twice. You just get <laughs> mad twice. Not get, as like, mad as not you, as mad. but for, you yes. definitely get mad twice, at least. Preemptively rageful, and then and then what's really fun is you get like post mortem mad where you realize because yeah. you go back and listen to old episodes because you're yes. an idiot and oh, God, you so realize terrible. how long storylines have been going bad yeah. and how there were opportunities. Yeah. So yeah. it is so self-inflicted, but we love you so much. And uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about tonight. Some good, there some bad. There is so much. Uh, the first of the TKO era. It started off so good. And why then, does the Why know, does the logo look like it's an energy drink? Like, has can you can somebody like, please explain to me why four logo why is? They, <laughs> why they decided. So why did WWE honestly when I saw the like little this the sign behind them at the like stock exchange thing or whatever it was, it's like why did WWE and and UFC merge to create Mountain Dew 2.0? <laughs> what is why well, is the logo like the that? Fish black stuff, you know, that yeah, explains the I, yeah. It, it would be, it would be yes. like a testing ground. Yeah, it's good. Um uh <laughs> so there are heading into a major uh, uh, play, a pay-per-view thing. Yeah, yeah. How much mercy is there going to be on this pay-per-view? None. Zero. There's no mercy? No. Cerro but- Mercedo. I don't, I don't know what, what mercy is. Mercia? I believe it is. Cerro Mercia. I believe it is. <laughs> that's, that's what mer- mercy is, yeah? Luis must feel so at home. You said it just, <laughs> I mean, what a natural Spanish speaker. I'm yeah. so confused because Uncle Jesse told me to have mercy and they're like, no mercy. It's a no. it's a lot. But we are headed into no. a bigger play and the card looks great. Uh, yeah. And there's things to be excited about and there's things to, you know, that are going to be great matches with terrible booking, as is the horrible yeah. booking kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait a minute. So Miedo is mercy and fear? Is that right? It's, I thought it was... Max Chewy says it's I'm not gonna Merced? Merced? Merced. Merced? Macera Cordia? Yeah. Wow. Ricky Rainbow would know. We'll ask him at the end of the show. Cerro Piedad. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay. So they're setting up this thing. Kate. All they're trying to put together this deal for no mercy in bakersfield 
uh, in beautiful 128 degree Bakersfield. Um, and uh, they're, they're going to do that. And um, so they're setting all of this up uh, in one way or another. Um, and, and as has been the case very uh, more and more, the in-ring is uniformly really, really good to great. Um, and, uh, and the storylines, uh, feel like they are coming together in spite of, of what, how they're being put together. Like eventually we're going to get to the right place. They just like decided to double back and take four or five wrong turns, but eventually we're going to get to the right place. So, so good. Um, but yeah, there's going to be, there's, there's, there's a lot to talk about, um, starting here, um, with, um, anger puns, knockout puns, energy mer- drink puns, merger puns. I don't, I don't know. Those um, are those are nerdy. Those are some Kiana James business business puns. Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 all I'm all I'm punned out, Kate. I should I, you know I, I should do this all day. I should think of what the good puns should be, and I don't do that until no, because it should we get like, here. It started. It came about organically when we started. It did. The puns. Let's it never did. forget Duck Hudson. But Duck Hudson. Yep. I can't say like merger puns are a sexy and exciting one. <laughs> energy well, drink er- puns or energy puns of any sort. Energy drink beverage puns. Can we do that? Okay, Since TKO that. is obviously an energy energy drink puns. If you want to want to skew entirely to energy drink, but after like a uh, uh, monster among men, Braun Strowman and uh, the the rock stars instead of the rockers, all of a sudden, and and Rock has a Red Bull tattoo on his arm. Like that's that's it. Now we now we've we've gone through all the all the energy drinks. So if you want to just broaden it to beverages, I won't say no. These are I these don't are, know, man. Gonna be they're, guns. they're already they're already killing it in the chat. So uh, well, we also yeah, didn't no. do our introductory super chats and humper chats. Everything feels weird. Please get back Did on we? track. Okay. Oh, you're right. I didn't. Um, okay. Everything feels wrong. Paul Elizabeth. Everything does feel wrong, Kate. <laughs> Paul Elizabeth <laughs> says, "Good evening to the world's best society, that of the sour grabs, with our team Kalex, our super mod, and our master of ceremonies, JW Pringle." JW Pringle says, "Alex with the sour that powers us, Kate with the bangs that run the rang, Papa Paul Elizabeth, our Superman sisters, meet Jam Beard, Alpha Bill, Louis, and all the SGS." Anyone mess miss the 2.0? Me neither. Um, yeah, I don't miss it, but there's some holdovers from back then. Um, there are, but I gotta say, it's getting it's like I feel like it's trending in a better direction, at least from the perspective yeah. of there's more things with stakes, which is always helpful. Always good. And the in-ring, it's not like the in-ring was bad before, but for the most mm-hmm. part, the in-ring has been like much. Like mm-hmm. it used to be like really good, and now it's like very, very good, <laughs> like yeah. extremely high. Um, uh, yeah, Tom Lavelli says, Happy Tuesday, SGS, best night of the week. I can only assume you talking about us, yes. Uh, but thank you. Um, MD Cyclo says, Thanks for getting me through my school days. You're welcome, oh. MD Cyclo. MD Cyclo had a fantastic idea. For how uh, Shinsuke should win the title from Seth Rollins, he should oh, really? win it via ref stoppage. 
Like Ooh. just just beat on Seth Rollins till he can't stand anymore, and the ref has to call it off. That way, Seth never got pinned. He never submitted. But Shinsuke broke him. And then you have Seth rebuild himself to take the title back from Shinsuke if that's what you want to do. Just like but destroying he a, he, his that back. That was a great idea. Such a good story. That was a great idea. Cyclo, I'll never forget that you had that idea. It was a really cool one. Um, uh, so uh, <laughs> Dirk Harper says, Harpeck, Harpeck, Dirk Harpeck says, uh, does Booker T have some sort of contractual obligation where he must say champagne wishes and caviar dreams at least two times per episode? No, I think all he does is watch old episodes of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I have a new theory. I don't think he's actually there. Yeah. I think they use AI and they have a soundboard where he, they just have his catchphrases mm-hmm. and they just play them. He's like... Oh, yes! Champagne <laughs> wishes... The heart of this kid. That's it. That's like mm-hmm. all you need. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So <sighs> they surprised me, which is always good. I like being surprised if, if the result is decent. It's good. And the result yeah, of this was, was good. I was sh- I was sure we were gonna get some kind of like double pin, double count out, something Dragonov and Wesley. There wasn't going to be a real winner. We were going to go into a triple threat between um, uh, Mello and Dragunov and Wes Lee. Instead, we just got a badass possible final match for Wes Lee and NXT um, where these guys were killing each other very early on in the match. Um, Like, Dragunov did some kind of weird wind-up knife edge chop and and fully turned wesley inside out in a way i've never seen that bump off of that kind of move like you usually see it off a lariat but never off of a chop like it's yeah yeah it um i i think of all the things that you don't have faith in which is a lot in this promotion alex the idea that somebody is actually getting called up is adorable there was a literal loser leaves town match that a team lost, and they're still. Here. I mean, nobody's getting called up ever. Possible, Bron- po- possible. It's impossible. Braun Breaker is never getting called up. No, nobody's ever oh, getting called up. Did I say like. anything about Braun Breaker getting called up? No. No, that's what I mean, though. Like nobody's getting called up. No, Braun yeah. Breaker's going to retire in NXT. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be there for the next twenty years. Like the fastest breakout star of the 2.0 era. Yeah. Just... yeah. Nah, we got nothing for you, kid. Stay down there. Oh. Wrestle Baron Corbin a few times. My goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, this uh, this match was fantastic. Wesley is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen at playing up to the strengths of his opponent in that um, facing Dijak, he did a lot of big boy stuff when he's not that big of a guy, right? Like extremely strong. Here, I felt like he was really meeting Dragunov on the, like, Langershin aspect of, of what Dragunov brings to the table. And I just love that um, the story has been that the fight gets pulled out of him and he tells that story in that specific way. I, I feel like is a huge strength of his. And I also said that I feel like... I don't know if you can be a sneaky contender for best wrestler in the world, but if you can, Ilya Dragunov is, is it. Um, I don't feel like he's in that conversation, but every time that guy is in the ring, 
or doing anything. Like he's a great promo. He's a great character, but in ring wise, like I'm always just so astounded by what he brings to a match. Um, the chat is calling it out that German onto the, the table was just insane. I forget what Luis called out on Twitter, but it made me laugh the way he said it. I forget what it was. might've been that uh, inside out chop situation that happened. Um, but super, super, super fun opener. Uh, I really liked what we got out of this and just the perfect, there were a lot of things in ring wise that were great combinations today. And this was one of them of like Wesley's athleticism with the extremely hard hitting style of Ilya Dragunov. Later we get the strength of Tyler Bate and the speed of Axiom. Um, a lot of really good examples of collisions of styles, making matches on the show. Certainly there in this opener, really, really fun stuff and a clean finish, Alex. So great. So good. Stakes, um, a clean yeah. finish. Yeah. Um, kind of wrestling so, girl likes. Yeah. We, we got um, a couple of things. Ilya doing this weird, like almost a break dance move where he like <laughs> leaned all the way back and put his hand on the, on the ground yes. and then popped up into a lariat. Took off Wesley's head, um, doing Bad the um, doing the um, they call it the H bomb. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just him absolutely it's, it's, covering the. It's just head. it's just it's just it's just him leaping up and dropping a forearm on you. But it's so funny that they call it the H bomb, and I'm like, oh, that's okay. okay. Um, but uh, but he does it once, and Wesley kicks out of it. So then he does it to him while he's to the back of his head while he's sitting up, which does not look good at all um uh it looks like it must hurt so that's how he pins him um great uh that this was excellent mellow coming out to like jaw at Ilya, as though Ilya had just talked trash to his mom always <laughs> makes me go like like you can be you can come out and go wow that was really impressive still gonna beat your ass um, as opposed to, hey man, this right, I'm like, and I'm like, why are you mad at him? He did nothing to you. You set up a one on one match, and the winner gets a title shot. Why are you mad at him for winning it? That was just very odd. I mean, you uh, might not be happy with the outcome, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, um, I like. Uh, the idea we're gonna get Dragonov versus um, <sighs> versus Carmelo again because the match was great. This time there won't be trick around to hold a belt that um, Ilya Dragonov could accidentally headbutt, caught it costing himself the match. But again, preemptively, as you say, no one's getting called up ever. Correct. If there was, if there was, if there was a a natural progression of guy get guy de debuts, guy gets over, guy becomes the champion, guy loses title, guy goes up. If that was the natural progression of things, the way it used to be, there's a decent shot that Dragunov could beat Carmelo Hayes, and then Carmelo Hayes would just go up. You know, he'd be he'd be there in time for he'd be there and fully settled into the main roster for a fun Royal Rumble run. And then maybe he'd get a WrestleMania match. But it's because that does no longer exist. Um, it's 
I guess Dragunov could win, but because there's not that thing of like, man, this could be it. This could be the time where he where he, he loses the title and then goes up. That's what I thought Braun Breaker was going to do, but he lost the title and been sticking around, spearing people and getting into murdering guys with steps and getting into fights with Baron Corbin. Like, I, I, want, also, I want him. In their defense, he did also turn heel, and I think it's probably wise to have him test out a different side of a character before you call someone up. That part makes sense. What he's been doing with that mm-hmm. has not made sense. Um, oh, Ian Riccoboni's in the chat again. Hi, Ian. Favorite commentator Hello. of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's definitely him, by the way. That's definitely Ian R. There's nobody else it could be other than No Ian one else has the last we name are... R. No. R, and Ian, Ian. I mean, no. how exotic. So no. it's definitely Ian Riccoboni. We're in the Riccoboni mm-hmm. zone today. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, I feel like they've kind of... I feel like they've told us Trick is going to be the one to dethrone him probably for a transitional reign or yeah, something. I guess. But yeah. I also feel like him with the title for a little bit longer is probably a good idea because I don't know who... I mean, that's the the champagne problem with Ilya Dragunov, right? You could call him up to the main roster tomorrow. You could, If you told me he's getting called up to the main roster tomorrow, I would not be surprised. If you told me he was going over... Carmelo, I would not be surprised. If you told me he was getting released, I would also not be surprised because I think they don't know what they want to do with him. Um, and it's not a lack of skill. That's that's for damn sure. It's a it's a how does this guy translate into our system? I feel like pretty beautifully, but what do they want to do with him? Look at how long it took Chad Gable to break out, right? So um, so yeah. But this was a really, really, really great opener. This was so much fun. Um, we'll see what is next for Wesley. I love um, your idea that he tags with Ricochet so much. Mm-hmm. I want um, I, sorry, I, I, I waited. I waited too long in the moments far past, but I didn't want to interrupt you. But I still have to do it because if I don't, my brain will yell at me all night long. Champagne problems and caviar solutions. <laughs> Oh. I love it. I'm so mad at you, and I'm so mad I didn't think of it. Luis says Dragunov winning it and then drops it to Trick at Mania Weekend as a mirror to his feud with Walter would rule. I wish they thought like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Listen, I like Trick a lot. He's improved a bunch. I don't want him to get become NXT champion like ever. Um, I there's so many guys who never got to be NXT champion. Are th- are they going to come down like Becky and and win the title? Um, is that a thing that they get to do too, or is that uh, only? Mustafa Ali's been here for months and still that can, can, like yeah, like like um... I like long term stories, and I like I like it if it's transitional and it happens in a I few suppose. months. I don't want yeah. it to happen tomorrow. But if it's transitional and completes an arc in his long-term story, I feel like that's good because I think it could do a lot for him in a short amount of time. And then you put it on someone who mm-hmm. is like a, a champion champion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Will Chisholm says, I think X- NXT was good today. I will say having a daughter has made me soft now. Yeah. I thought that was going to happen to me, but it didn't, didn't take. <laughs> um, 
It says, I don't have Alex's power to be mad, but not mad. No, the trick is you have to get mad early, ahead of time, preemptively furious. And then the anger will dissipate. And then when the thing happens that you're so sure will happen, you already got like furious about it. So now you can just be jaded. Now, or hey, as Kate, as Kate would say, jaded. um, just like slightly less mad than the first time. Yeah, no, you're definitely just get mad multiple times. But you would be irate if you didn't get preemptively mad. So it's a good step. I, as a lady, am not allowed to get mad. I can only go to my dark side and wear black lipstick. So those are my only options, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so the 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 Vaughn attack video with um that listen, if as they are contending, um Braun nearly murdered him with the steps. Yes. Um I do not believe they would be turning it into a work in this way. So I think the whole thing was worked from the beginning. I think that was fake blood that they figured out a way to get on there without whatever on the steps and the fake blood on his head under on the, on the thing. I think that was that listen um, him picking up the steps and smashing them on Von Wagner is still funny a week later. I'm sorry. It is. I, I, it's it's still funny. So as you showing it to me to like make me feel bad, it's just not gonna work. Um uh so you know what, Alex? <laughs> I have a bone to pick with that, okay? What, what, because this what? is this is how it starts. You you dismiss skull health, and the next thing you know, mm -hmm. yeah, your best friend is mm -hmm. having neck issues. Are you having neck issues? Are you having neck issues? Should I know about Who, who's to say? I'm just who's saying. Still? You still owe me a surprise appearance on some show that I'm doing with you while you're wearing a neck brace. I don't. I feel like you 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 said you were going to do that like three weeks ago and still have not yet come up with a neck brace. Well, we don't do a lot of AEW reviews together, unfortunately. <laughs> oh but... no! Every everybody knows what this is, so you can just okay. show up anywhere with a thing on. Like fair enough. The point is, Alex, you start dismissing Skull Health for Bird Wagner. And the next thing you know, your best friend <laughs> has been wearing a neck brace on planes. Mm -hmm. Your best mm -hmm. friend's been wearing right. a neck brace in other mm -hmm. promotions. And yep. you, you become friends with some mm -hmm. turncoat, okay, who's had a nasty reputation, though, is beginning to learn to love himself and others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you just completely dismiss any regard for uh, yeah. your friend's neck health. Yeah. But your new friend, you're very concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Adam Cole, oh, baby, yeah, mm -hmm. great. It, we should, we should do it. We, we should just do a thing. We 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 never we no longer do the 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 triumvirate the three headed pod on Fridays. But it'd be great if like you you were wearing a full neck brace and Cardoza was like ah you know my neck's a little sore and I'd be like are you okay Alexis are you all right? That'd be really funny. We just do, do the whole thing the whole way through. It'd be really funny. You insist on hurting my feelings. I do. I do. It's it's actually it's it's kind of part of the gimmick now, and it, it doesn't anyway. Um, so Corbin comes out and is pretending to be sad and appalled at what happened last week when we know because he was on a hot mic and didn't realize he was on a hot mic that he was like that is next level. <laughs> Which, if you watch the fan footage, you can see Vic Joseph. Turn to him and go, no, no, just shut up. 
Like Vic Joseph was like, you are being brought your you saying that was broadcast everywhere. And we don't want that to be right now. My saying, um, you son of a bitch was supposed to be the last thing anybody heard. And we were just going to lay out and let people's anguish in the crowd. So you could just stop doing the thing where you're celebrating it. Um, uh, but he, but he says, Bron, come out on out here. I have something to talk to you about. And Bron's like, comes out and he's like, that's far enough. Just wanted to say what you did last week, what you, and the crowd chanting, you got tabled. Yeah, that to, was weird. To Bron is like, I wanted, um, see Corbin wasn't, wouldn't, wasn't, isn't allowed to do that yet. Cause he hadn't revealed that he liked Bron, what Bron did yet. But Corbin absolutely would be the guy to be like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did you not see the other guy? I think he won the fight. Like the idea, you got tabled and then you murdered the guy who tabled you is like Correct. a really weird chant, but would be more accurate. It um, would be more accurate. You're right. Um, so uh, he says, what you did was awesome and you're so great. And Braun plays along with like, yeah, I am great. Isn't that cool? We're best friends now. And he's like, no, we're not. I don't like you. I don't respect you. I don't care about your respect or you're liking me. I don't even like you either. And then Corbin's like, you got a lot to learn and slaps him. And then Braun slaps him back. And then they fight. And then the, the, the security pulls him apart. So we're going to do this at no mercy. And then Von Wagner's going to show up with a head all bandaged and he's gonna he's gonna table both of them i am really glad baron corbin is having this run because it's some of i appreciate the work he's doing here more than i've appreciated a lot of the stuff that he was yeah. doing of recent this has been a lot better mm -hmm. i always appreciate when wrestlers sound like human beings um so i like that because he does and his timing was really good on the little like Swarovski part of this. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, Braun is great. Call, just call him up. You know, yeah, there's, call, it's just, okay. You just, can just, just call You up. can just you can call, call people up. If you, you go out of your way to do, say, a stipulation where the loser leaves NXT mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that talent is ready to go to the main roster, you can just mm -hmm. put them on the main roster. You could just do that. You could. It's, it's, you're allowed. You're oh, allowed I had an idea. That. Mm -hmm. I actually had a fun idea, mm -hmm. which would be to have five NXT representatives and a Survivor Series team, like mm -hmm. Braun, the Creeds, mm -hmm. and Wesley, and maybe one other guy. And if they win, they just stay on the main roster. That feels like mm -hmm. a very organic way to call mm -hmm. a bunch of people up who are ready to go up. Seems who would like they good fight? Timing. Um, just Roman Reigns. Roman would go over though. Would Roman would go, they would they would book Roman to win. Oh, so no, it's John Cena. The next is all over again. Um, CM Punk, but yeah. like for real. If you can um, survive backstage with CM Punk, yeah. Will Will Chisholm says, "Guys, are we surprised he almost killed somebody? His uncle is Scott Steiner." True. <laughs> and then he says that promo felt like how Punk and Jungle Man happened it all in. Yeah, they've been making some little nods. They've been I doing a lot. Like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jim Gray says, I knew Corbin with a soul wasn't sitting right with me. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's hinky. little That's hinky weird. there. Um, so um, you mentioned this, and it's not on the rundown, so I want to talk about it now so I don't forget it. 
um, two roots, one tree. Because um, they wrote GYV off, off stage. They didn't like have, they didn't film a scene where like uh, Joe Gacy fired them for embarrassing him by losing the match versus the Creeds. They didn't film a scene where they said, where, where Joe Gacy started yelling at them and said, you can't talk to us that way. We quit. And then they threw their party city masks on the ground stomped on them and walked away they just decided they're gone because joe gacy and uh and ava not ava rain are standing outside by a by a fallen tree and they're like we are now alone we're so alone and alone 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 let's feel we're so alone uh and then they they essentially put their hands on the tree and that's it. So like GYV is is free. They're gone. They like their their contracts were up in October anyway. So they just figured, yeah, all right, you can leave. I mean, maybe they're not they're like not let out of their contracts yet, but their contracts are going to expire. So goodbye. I wish they had had like a proper goodbye match. I, Me I guess we, too. I guess we kind of got that, yep. but I wish it was like a hey, we knew that's what we were getting thing. Yeah. But go for GYV. I would love to see them go to ROH selfishly. Oh um, no, they should. They should be the Ring of Honor tag uh, tag team champions. They should take it off of off of uh, what's his face, uh, the Kingdom. If the Kingdom eventually gets it, like they should just show up and uh, like the Kingdom should get it, and then uh, and then we'll be like, all right, well here, here's the Kingdom's champion, and like, no, we're we're soon to be recognized. It's a ring of honor tag team champions. And they beat him. Um, as someone that actually watches and reviews our wage, they can't do that to the kingdom. The kingdom have been the champions without belts the entire time. But I'm all for it. I don't like Matt Taven, so I book him to lose things. Okay, Matt Taven. Purple Kenny Omega is not my favorite. Um, but <laughs> I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh... I would like an, an actual feud for them, but GYB as ROH Tag Champions would be amazing if they are going to, you know, try with the ROH product. Uh, but let's just get, have the Kingdom or, or no, have, have GYV versus Aussie Open just in a best of seven match. Yeah, I also am like not opposed to GYV versus uh, FTR. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, just do all those things. Too. All day. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. all that being said, uh-huh. go for GYB for for getting to. I, I just like. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com. 
com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything and you won't believe how simple it is. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I genuinely, sincerely feel bad for Joe Gacy, the person. Like, mm-hmm. his stuff just keeps getting ripped out from under him. I think he's extremely skilled and has been given yep. a lot of not great stuff. So I hope they find something for him to get to do that is that gets to have some consistency behind it because he's great yep. and Ava has ways to go uh but she's young and look at that um we're doing some I'll, I'll do some puns here one tree two roots I feel like that's not a very sturdy tree no I feel like that's a bad time for your tree uh, uh, insert Cleveland, clever Tegan Knox pun. Cleaver. Uh, Cleaver. Clever. Cleaver. Beaver Cleaver? What? Beaver Cleaver. Me Cleaver. Tegan Knox out. As in like. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, Ricardo the Firefly says CM Punch. <laughs> that works on many levels. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, Ricardo the Firefly uh, um, says uh, uh, squirt angle. That's really good. You know who squirt angle actually is? Chad Gable. Oh, Because he's, he's small and he's also Kurt Angle. So he's Shorty squirt Diddy. angle. That should have been his name. It would have been better than Shorty G. It would have been Shorty G. They called him Squirt Angle. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. That is so funny. Um, uh, Jake Jake Neal says Brewski McIntyre. Um, (laughs) Meet Norma says Braun Thirst Breaker. Tiffany Strattenberry. Your thirst will say toodles. Uh, Sabrina says, "Too many." I need a pick me up. <laughs> I say goodbye <laughs> to my toodles. <laughs> um, Pringle says, "If you drink too many e-drinks, you'll get a rowdy, rotty heart rate." Um, Ricardo the Firefly says, "British Red Bulldog." Oh, that's very good. That's really that's much better. That's much better than one I had before. Um. Uh, True Infamous 73 says the Viking Gatorators. <laughs> I remember. Yes. Yes. For a brief time. That drink was called the Viking <laughs> Gator Experience. The Viking. Uh, I got nothing. Louisville says um, Monster Amongst Menergy Drinks. That's very good. I feel like you called that um, one out. That's the only reason. Um, True Infamous also says Monster Among Energy Drinks, Braun Strowman. So it's basically the same thing. Um, 
Uh, good time. Trevi Dime says G Fuel One Climax. <laughs> um, uh, what Lieutenant Photo says, Taurine of the Islands. <laughs> I, I never understood what Taurine was and why it was important that all the energy drinks have it in it. Uh, Kim Gray oh says, gosh, Mountain... I was watching New Japan the other day. I know that's a shock. Mm-hmm. But Shane mm. Haste was on commentary, and he was like, mm-hmm. Jeff, for some reason, just decided it was an insult that Jeff Cobb spells his name with three Bs. I was like, I got spells his name with three Bs. <laughs> I was like, in a very condescending mm. way. Didn't say it stood for anything, but I was like, that kind of fits in line with our break occurrence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good time. Um, Kim Gray says, Mountain Dew Drop. <laughs> and then she says, love you guys. We love you too, Kim. Um... Uh, and Lieutenant Photo says, Red Bull gives you one-winged angels. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Nobody kicks out of it. You're just hyped for the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and Jake Neal says, uh, Fanta go. Fantango. <laughs> um, that's good stuff. All right. This horrible... Um, but Chase, Chase, you and um, Duke Hudson, her location's turned off on her phone, I guess. And so, that now I don't know what's gotten into her. She's in her terrible 20s now, says Duke. So, I guess she turned 20, which is makes the whole thing even weirder the rest of the segment. But going on 15, this is so uncomfortable. And then they're they're like they're sitting at the bar, and by the bar, I mean the break room that has a kitchenette in it at the performance center. Hey, those guys are looking at us, they're gonna come over and talk to us. And um, they're like, Hey JC, how's it going? What's up? Uh, do you hang out with little girls now? Uh and um, and then they they slap them and kick them in the balls and fight them. And after they are done fighting them and beating them up, Thea says, you, you take me shopping next week. I, I don't want to wear this anymore. Never in my life have I seen a human being act this way or anything even close. This is so weird. If she's 20, why are they treating her like she's 15? Why is she being called a little girl if she's 20 years old? I don't know. And why is her response to being called a little girl to fight these dudes who mm-hmm. walked up to them at the bar? This is awful. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. it it's like uncomfortable feeling. Like mm-hmm. Duke Hudson was like flirting with her a couple months ago and now is like her dad, but like he's the dad of a teenager and not a 20 year old. Like Mm-mm. What is this? Mm-mm. Bar. Not into it. And next week she's going to show yep. up with black lipstick because mm-hmm. every. He, I mean, Dana Brooke had to find her dark look. Cora Jade had to find her dark look and uh, electrical tape her kendo stick, which makes it, I think, less painful. Uh, who else? JC Jane already has like the twisty goth girl thing going. Roxanne's going to a dark place. Blair Davenport has black lipstick. It just like can 
can they just turn heel? <laughs> what is going on with this? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Lyra Valkyria defeated Dana Brooke, who is in a, her dark place. Um, I don't know what to say about Dana Brooke anymore. You guys, I just don't. I don't know what to say about it. It's a, it's the 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 story is terrible, and she's not helping it. That's yeah. All. That, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to continue to harp on the in ring not being there because it just feels like you're attacking someone after a while. But it continues to not be there. The story is awful. Like the story mm -hmm. is, Kalani Jordan is already better than her mentor, and she chooses bad mentors because they all they do is lose. Um, I'm glad Lyra Valkyrie is great, man. Like I, <laughs> she showed up and was really good, and she's only gotten yeah. better, and they've. Honed in on her moveset a little bit more. We talked about the finisher being different, which is good. Um, she's consistently had really strong matches. She's really kind of acclimated to the weird backstage environment with some of these segments. Like, she's she's killing it. I think she'll probably be one of the women that gets called up sooner than later, which is awesome. But, like, I'm, I don't know how many more times I can say, like, a mentor-mentee story doesn't work if the mentor is a loser. It just yeah. keeps losing. It then makes the mentee not only look ahead of the mentor, but dumb for choosing that person as a mentor. Like it, it doesn't yeah. work. And this is why when people are like, but losses don't mean bad things. They do in stories like this. This doesn't work. What if they did this with uh, with Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey? If Drew Gulak was like, hey, I got this. And then just kept losing. And then was like, you need to go to your dark place. And then kept losing. Like she had a character change and then the result didn't change. So just not good. Just not good creative, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so Lyra wins uh, with a splash off the top. And um, she extends a hand to Dana. Kalani is trying to get her to... Okay. Oh, we haven't even done the, the pass-through gimmick in forever. No, we haven't. You're right. Honor is real. Thank you. Uh, not to Dana Brooke, it's not because she decides to go for the eyes. I think she was trying to like literally murder Lyra with her bare hands, and then Kalani gently pulls her away. And she's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry." So I don't know what they, where this is going at all, um, but yeah, um, some more backstage stuff. Dominic is is here for some reason. Okay, okay he and, have... and then what else happened? <laughs> I can't I, I can't take another goofy. I'm smiling through my whole promo, even when I'm not supposed to be segment with him. Like I don't even I can't even listen to what he's saying. It's not even just that. Like he's not even supposed to be there. He doesn't have a match. He's not special guest refereeing something. He doesn't have an interview scheduled. He's just walking around the performance center with his belt on his shoulder. Now, so in can, their defense, though, backstage is an after-school club. So he might yeah, his parents might have forgotten to pick him up. Mm -hmm. um, he might have had a, a shopping date schedule with Noam Dar, for all we know. Like, uh, But my bigger thing was he didn't have an interaction with Mustafa, did he? 
No. Like, why didn't they just have no. that? That would be such a simple way to solve it. There you go. Just have an interaction with Mustafa Ali. Yeah. His challenger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the problem that we'll talk about that Mustafa Ali segment later. <sighs> um, he says, Hey, Carmelo, <laughs> way to be original and choosing your opponent for no mercy. What are you talking about? Well, <laughs> I had um, Dragon Lee and Mustafa Ali fight to d- d- determine my challenger, and you just had Ilya Dragunov and Wesley fight to determine your challenger. Way to be original, bro. What? He's like is smiling this? like an idiot for two. Actually. What is what is this? Well, he's he's been doing this though on every program, right? He's finding these what he thinks are points of relatability with everyone, like he did it with. Yeah. Jay Uso on Raw, and he did it here, but was like kind of trolling him. Like it's it's this weird like negging recruitment thing. I think it's very odd, but like I can't really pay attention to what he's saying when he's just like, yeah, through the whole thing. I just and then like Mello's like, how about like uh, when you had my belt, you were the A champ, but now I have your belt, so does that not mean that I am the A champ now? I was the A champ when I had that belt because it was me that had the belt. I don't like what you can feel Melo's frustration having to explain it to a five-year-old. No, it's, the belt does not determine who the A champ is. The champ determines who the A champ is. I, how is this your first day here? What are you doing? And I would I have like, forgiven everything if Dom just went, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> oh, no, I get it, I get it, I get it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. That would have been great. I would have been so I, I didn't get that. But, yeah, that's, that's totally, that makes sense. Um, No, he then uh, they're like, why don't we see who the real A champ is? Why don't we have a match next week? Um, and, and Dominic is like, I'll go talk to mommy. And then Melo's like, yeah, you go talk to your mommy. I just, uh, man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, so, um, Melo, uh, goes and talks to Trick, um, you know, about, uh, you know, hey, so I'm I'm fight fighting Dragonov. You got fighting Dragonov, and then yeah, it's gonna be tough. You sure you don't want me out there? Like, no, you know, I'm good. I'm good. What about though against Dominic? Like the Judgment Day always does something. And Mel- my like, God, no, no, I think I'll be good. I think I will be good out there. Yeah, it's just, because Carmelo is an idiot. Like I was, yeah, that was it. Uh. So, so anyway, um. We're not getting by this. Somebody right. in this freaking company realizes that maybe when the Judgment Day shows up, they show up with yep. gangs of people. And that yep. person realizes this and gets actively yep. dismissed by the world yep. champion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, in the background, we see Wesley cleaning out his locker. Nobody, nobody even know. Mello and and Trick don't even look at him as he's obviously loudly cleaning out his locker, um, <laughs> throwing stuff in a trash can. Um, uh, out the trash can. So, um, 
All right, I'm just going to, I'm getting rid of all of this ridiculous stuff. So they're interviewing Eddie Thorpe about, uh, oh, the women's breakout tournament is happening. They just haven't yeah, told us who's, who's in it yet. A few people are in it. Some women who are in the locker room whose whose names I do not know because I've never seen them before. They're going to be in it. And also Lola Weiss is going to be in it. Lola Weiss is going to win it. Um, so uh, all they're interviewing Eddie Thorpe. And uh, Eddie Thorpe's are talking about Jack about how he wants to take shortcuts with the with the belt and everything and and um, blah blah blah. And then we then Jack breaks into the feed of the TV behind them, um, and he he says, "Eddie, uh, I thought this is where you come out to 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 consult the spirits after a loss." And then he starts he. He unbuckles his pants, um, and it took me like literally too long in my head to realize, oh no, the belt, because that's a prop that's integral to the storyline. I just thought he was gonna like take off his pants, and I was like, Dijak, what are you doing? No, please don't. Um, but in, but instead, he he takes off the belt, and to prove you had to beat that- up a tree. He had to swing. He had to hit the. He had to hit a hit a tree with a belt. Can you imagine what would happen if Brian Danielson saw this? This is the thing. A self-admitted um, tree hugger. I'm, listen, I love all that. the sperm and the 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 tree sperm that could be falling on his head. I love Jack, and I have I I am very impressed with the the, the amount of, with what I've seen from Eddie Thorpe. I think it is a ridiculous choice to a build to the obvious strap match in this way and b do a strap match at all this close to the greatest strap match that many of us will ever see like the ridiculousness of like hey you know who did a great strap match Danielson and Ricky Starks you know who should we should just do one in NXT for just cuz and it's it's a probably a bad thing um, to like it's hard it's a hard act to follow. That's not fair to Dijak and Thorpe to try and be like let's let's have a great strap match that close to the greatest one ever. If it had merely been eh, an all right strap match, fine. You try and try and outdo it. You're not going to outdo Danielson and Starks. I I don't have as much of a problem with it. I don't need it to be whose strap match is better. But I do feel like beating up a tree with a belt is a, is a, is weird. That's bad. That's bad. That's a bad thing. That's a waste of your belt. And no. it's mean to trees. I just think it's rude. But I am excited. And I am intrigued to see if Dijak gets his retribution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On Eddie Thor. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Yeah, no, I did. It's, it's I could have uh, chosen any other word. I could. It's a re- it's a it's a reference to how uh, Dijak used to be T Bar, and T Bar was part of the group Retribution. Nailed it. That, I could have chosen any other going? word. That is where I was going. Very well done. You could have. It's hey, true, Alex. It's true. It's true. Um. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, yeah, trees standing tall and trying to beat them down. Yes, go on. Speaking of references to tree sperm, I'm so sorry to my parents. Hey, if your tree isn't standing so tall, 
and it needs a little bit of help if if you're if your two roots aren't supporting your one tree because they're just feeling a little bit a little bit weaker my god if there isn't a product on the market to help you and we can save you money with the code fightful is your sex life stuck in developmental well get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It's shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. My innuendos are better than drones in that. Yeah, no. My segue to that today. Yeah. Better than drones um, pre-recorded. Di- uh Dijak uh commented on uh Twitter X uh says um LMAO, can we just take a moment to really appreciate this dork standing there like a doofus? Watching me beat the bark off his stupid spirit tree with a belt. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> okay, well, I like the justification that it's the spirit tree, at least. I I did not connect those dots because I am simply a dumb woman who has not yet found her black lipstick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's honestly inexcusable at this point. <laughs> um, so, so we had, remember a, f- a couple of weeks ago, Fallon Henley walked up to Miles Bourne and said, Who? hey, um, the horse girl walked up Thank to Miles Bourne um, and said, hey, uh, would you like to maybe um, be a, a, a third for my friends Double Vest and the Beach um, when they take on the uh, catch point? Um, That's verbatim what she said. And Miles, Miles Bourne said, you know what? I'd love to actually. Because um, I don't, I don't ever get a chance to wrestle on TV, so I'd like to do that. Uh, and then last week, um, uh, Catchpoint was like, "Do you think we don't watch the show? We saw that you were talking to Horse Girl about um, about joining their group, and you didn't even make her get her horse lawyer involved to make sure that everything was on the up and up. We're so disappointed in you." Um, and uh, then. Then he's decided to join their, their team anyway. So it was Double Vest in the Beach and Miles Bourne versus Catchpoint. And um, he, he at one point saves Fallon from certain crossbody. Um, and uh, it wasn't really certain. <laughs> certain crossbody. <laughs> it, it, really, it wasn't really certain doom, but it was certain crossbody. Um, and he's Not like, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> he saved her from certain crossbody, um, and he pulls her off to the side, and they share a look, deep and meaningful, only for a moment, 
but it was there. And the camera made sure to tell us it was there. And then three seconds later, he turned on Double Vest to the beach. And, and was seemed really proud of himself. Not like, hey, the guys who are my coaches are making me do this and I don't really want to. I'm still really in love with you, horse girl. Um, no, uh, he's really happy with himself. So if they have horse girl fall in love with Miles Bourne in spite of the fact that he was really happy that he turned on her friends, and they give us another chapter of As the Horse Girl Turns. I'm going to be so mad, Kate. I gotta be honest. I think I'll be in on it at that point. I think I'll just, I'll have been so worn down. <laughs> like, I think I, it's that thing of like, one, two, three, and times are funny. The fourth time isn't, but the hundredth time is kind of thing. I think we're like, <laughs> to a hundred. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Kim Fallon Henley something to do other than be the object of someone's affection. Uh, or either do that or just throw Kiana James back in this and act like absolutely nothing. <coughs> happened. Let's just mm -hmm. start it all over as we're headed. It's like the same time of year. We're like headed back into the Christmas season. Honestly, it's true. Let's just do it. Let's true. just recycle it to Some, the most extent. Somehow, Horse Girl and Miles Bourne will have their first date on Valentine's Day. Like that's yeah. how long this story will go. Mm -hmm. Is it'll it'll go all the way then. Um, and can I just say, the fact that Double Vest and the Beach mm -hmm. have switched up their gear to be a right. single vest at best, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and not the Beach. Just right. oh, he'll always be the Beach, but oh, he's single, never si getting away from that. No, no, single vest. Single vest can try. He's he's occasionally he's double jerking. But uh, but he's mostly single vest now, and but he's he, always gonna be he's always gonna be double vest. We all were we all were we always know who you really are, double vest. And Matthew McConaughey, beach fella, no, run around without a shirt and his mullet. All right, no, yeah, no. Get back on track. Okay. Uh, Luis wants horse girl to turn into catch his catch can horse girl. <laughs> And I want Roddy Strong to have a healthy neck, but we can't always get what we want, we Louise. We get what we want, yeah. So, yes, so uh, Miles Bourne turning on um, uh, the beach allows um, Damon Kemp, I think, to pick up the victory. Um, <clears throat> Dirk Harpeck says, tonight was my first time watching um, NXT in a few months, dealing with some medical shit, so I barely watched any TV. Who's this dude that turned on double vest in the beach? And why does he look like a generic creative wrestler from 2006? Because they haven't given him real gear yet because he's just a young lion for this Drew Gulak and, um, uh, and Charlie Dempsey and Damon Kemp group. Um, and you would not have seen him unless you watch level up a show, which as we've, as we've discussed is only available to watch for this long and then not again for weeks. So but if you're only available for this long, bluechew.com. Yes, yeah, true. That's also true. Um, the Creed Bros uh, face Malik Blade and Edris Enofay. Um, We got to get those guys, Blade and Enofay, a, a, a name for the tag team. They've been Blade around long enough. Blade of Fae? Blade of Fae. Blade of Fae? Yeah. 
Blade of Fate. Fate of Fate. Blade of Fate. There you go. I think because Allie thought Idris and Afe was one person. I think Emily did. I think they both did. Mm-hmm. But I know Allie did. But Idris and Ofe was one person. Mm-hmm. I feel like Blade of Fae is like a nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. swoosh. Um, so uh, the... <laughs> Immediately pulling this up. You continue the rest of the show with this up. <laughs> Never coming down. The, uh, um... See this, Sean? Huh? Um, Los Lotharios are watching up from the crow's nest. But they're not Los Lotharios anymore. Or are they? I don't know. They haven't given us a new name. Um, you know what that's Spanish for? The Lotharios. Yes, it is. It's true. It's true. I, so I, looked, I looked it up once. Um, then uh, Hank and Tank come out to, to watch. And they get attacked by uh, Bronco and Lucian. Um... Lucian Thunder Tiger. Yes. And um, uh, then uh, uh, Tony D and Stax are watching from backstage. So this is another thing of like, hey, everybody's everyone who's involved in the tag scene has got to do segments together for a while until we figure this all out. Um, And uh, the Creeds win uh, because yes, because just yes, the Creeds like Julius hit NFA with a with a lariat that like just t- made him do a handstand for a full second like a full headstand like he went backwards and didn't just like stood there and then fell over that's so good if i were julius creed i would suplex everyone i saw mm. unsuspecting people i don't care most most people would be okay with it because it's just so artful you know what I mean? It's so well done. But like, mm-hmm. I just mean, if I'm in line at Target, you're getting super mm-hmm. Yep. You cut me off. God forbid you cut me off on the highway and we're stopped at mm-hmm. a light or something. Mm-hmm. You're getting suplexed out of your car. I might mm-hmm. suplex the car if I feel like it because I'm Julius Creed. Mm. <sighs> They're so great. Call them up. What are we doing? I don't know. It's, it is, it is unconscionable. They've been, because here's the deal. Like you always need more guys to do stuff uh, on Raw and SmackDown. I will talk more at the end about like how they have so many women on the on the main roster that they never ever use. Honestly, I don't need any of these women in NXT currently to be called up anytime soon because there's uh, there's a lot of stuff for them to do in NXT, and there would be only stuff they would be taking away from other women on the main roster. So I, that's that's my thing. But as far as like what the main roster needs, it's just more interesting things, you know. Like eh, more more people, more guys of this nature on the main roster can only mean less time for Austin Theory, and that's a good thing. That's great for us. There's just also for the Creeds been so many obvious places that they could have gotten uh, called up, um, but. There yep. do seem to be slow and subtle strides in the tag division on the main roster. So holding out hope, but there's just nothing left for them to do in NXT. But I don't want to complain because this match was a whole heck of a lot of fun. Julius Great. is just... Julius is amazing. He's just amazing. He's literally amazing. Um, yeah. I'm amazed. Um, mm-hmm. um, so backstage, they interview Becky. Becky gets interrupted by Kiana James, who um, 
uh, lost last week to Tiffany and uh, it makes her angry. And Becky says, um, listen, after I beat Kiana, after I beat Tiffany and I'm the new champion, maybe then we'll, we'll settle this uh, later. And I'm like, or Kiana will cost you the match. You'll beat up Kiana next week, and then you'll have a rematch with Tiffany at the at the at the the the, the play. Right. Um, and um, I guess to their credit, they didn't do the obvious thing. But like monkey's paw, like you didn't it's do the obvious I'm, thing. You're being preemptively, yeah. preemptively angry about this mm. one. I I I think I have a good reason for it, and we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, so we get Tyler Bate versus Axiom. This is excellent. What else do we get, Alex? We get the metaphor in in the talk in the toxic lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they doing? Well, uh, three of them are wearing safari outfits, and um, uh, Noam Dar is an inflatable elephant. What do I have to do to be a part of the metaphor? How do I make it to meta five? How do I shoot my shot? I need, I, I love so much. Mm. What? Listen, <laughs> listen, I, I hate, I hate to be the one to break it to you. What? But what with um, his history with Alicia folks <laughs> and these two ladies, I don't think you're Noam Dar's type. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't mean shoot my shot in a way where I'm trying to marry. No, I don't think he lets anybody into his club who's not his type. Is what I'm saying. I I would like to I would like to fill out an application <laughs> to be a part of the metaphor and make it the meta five. Mm-hmm. I can put together some cool outfits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can keep us safe on mm-hmm. wild safaris. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, I'm I I interfere with things all the time. Mm-hmm. I can interfere in a wrestling ring. Look how much <laughs> I interfere just like in life with you, with Sean. I am obsessed with the metaphor. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of the meta five. Yeah. Uh this match um, though. Ugh, oh, my heart. Metaphor good. loco. <laughs> Um, the match is great. Bait and Axiom are awesome. I it is it is uh, so frustrating to me the way that they had to delay him getting his revenge on Dabakato, thus messing up the timeline of the whole tournament. Um, like a bunch of people are already done, but he's got two more matches to wrestle. Um, uh, also. Uh, I think there were as many matches on level up as part of this tournament than there were like um, on TV, which like level up. I, I don't like if nobody watches it, but if you don't watch it when it broadcasts, you have to wait weeks until it's put on on demand. So, like, if you don't watch it immediately after SmackDown, you can't see it until it's far beyond not not at all relevant anymore. It's just it's a weird thing to do to use your level up brand in that way if you're not actually making it available to anybody who wants to see it whenever they want to see it. 
Um, is it also available on the internet? I don't know no. these things. No, they 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 will put clips of the matches on YouTube. That's what okay. they do. Uh this match was awesome. Uh, there was like a really great superplex from Axiom in this. I love. I said it last week, but I'll say it again because it bears repeating and is a standout. When you have Tyler Bates, not like technical, technical in the same way that like a Pete Dunn probably is, but uses a lot of submissions and technical moves and it just controls the pacing of a match so well when you're in there with someone like axiom like i love how those two styles smush together so much uh and we got a lot of really 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 great uh examples of it here tyler bait just a big strong boy just doing big strong boy stuff in this this was so 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 much fun um axiom looking great too but i i just love I feel like one of the more underrated challenges in a wrestling match is pacing. Like when you have to take a match on a roller coaster uh, and you can't just go a million miles an hour or slow and plotting. This is like one of the most organic ways to do it. These two are familiar with each other. Uh, you, you could feel the chemistry. It was, it was really, 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 really great. Go back and watch it. If you haven't, this was uh, a fantastic match. And a night of some really good matches. Like, we got a really good main event. We got a really good opener. Mm -hmm. And this was excellent, too. This mm -hmm. was really, really nice to see. So, mm -hmm. um, I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, Corey David saying, uh, what did you think of the Metaphor outfit this week? Obviously, it was amazing. Why um, isn't William Dar at Fashion Week? I don't know. Is it Fashion be. Week going on right now? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It should be. It should be. Um, uh, Will Chisholm says the metaphor feels like uh, a being the elite skit on TV. Um, it's no, it's being the metaphor. They should just do their own thing. That's just that. Be the metaphor. Be, um, be the meta five. Let me in. They they interview Pete Dunn, aka Butch, but should be Pete Dunn. Um, about Dunn. Tyler Bate, and they actually have him say all the things that I said he should say. Yeah. Last week about how they have an incredible history um and how he's i like it was his I first match to, at 15 I, years old i need to beat him like it's just this this thing it's great it's excellent um i love that that's it but in order to get to that they have to have um both axiom and um tyler bait wrestle double duty tonight uh, and Charlie Dempsey, because he was in that 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 six man. Um, all three guys have to wrestle two matches in one day, so that so that they can so the two matches can be on level up, so we can get to where we're going to get to next week, which is Tyler Bate, either six or five. Um, it's either going to be five five versus Pete Dunn or six five, and if Pete Dunn beats him, uh, he'll what? What? No one. What? So sorry. It's four. It's gonna be four three. It's that or three three, whatever. And then the winner of Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate is the winner of Group A. That's gonna be next week. Correct. But also, they have to do matches on Level Up this week, so they can figure out who's gonna be the winner of uh, Group B. So that's just the way it all all works out. So that's the um, NXG one for you. That is the NXG one for me. Um, uh, the Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate thing is going to be amazing. Um, yeah, 
Do you see what's happening in wrestling right now? We got Chad Gable mm-hmm. coming to the forefront. Mm-hmm. We got Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. We got Techers in mm-hmm. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Techers is upon us. This is a blessed time in professional wrestling mm-hmm. for technical wrestling nerds like yours truly. Mm-hmm. Extremely happy about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And even the sourest little nuggets like you mm-hmm. ain't going to bring me down. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Attackers, um, mate. Right. Let's go. We also um, uh, have Johnny Gargano in witness protection. So, like, there's always something that is terrible. You just, it's just, it's just there. It's always. Have there. you considered that it's for his own protection, Alex? <laughs> his wife he, just that stood he's, there and watched him get assaulted by Grayson Waller for no hiding reason. From, hiding from the mob. Sure, that's true. Um, Could be Tony D'Angelo for all we know. Yeah, so um we uh yeah, we need we need um uh the the main event um should be the, the main event should be Nick for should be um Pete Dunn versus uh Tyler Bate. Guess what it won't be though, because they gotta have Dominic ruin everything in the main event uh versus Mello. Uh that'll be the main event uh next week. Um we got Nathan Frazier versus Akira Tozawa. Tozawa uh, put in this in this group thing to lose three straight matches to everybody in the tournament and also get, take three skull-crushing finales from The Miz while in the midst of the tournament. Akira Tozawa cannot win. Everyone was so excited when Akira Tozawa got put in this tournament. It was like, oh, cool, we get to see Akira Tozawa wrestle matches. No, you don't. He gets to be in two level-up matches with nobody watches, and then the one match he has on TV, he loses to Nathan Frazier in four and a half minutes. Yeah. It's too bad for Akira Nozawa, because he is great. It um, is. But uh, this is his role, unfortunately. Yes. So Nathan Frazier wins. Um, yes. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very good match for as long as it is. It's quick. Nephew Nathan... of Bob. Yes. Um, Nathan Frazier... And now has four points. Uh, Joe Coffey has four points. Duke Hudson has, well, if if Duke Hudson beats Joe Coffey next week, then Duke will have four points. And it'll be a three-way tie with each guy losing to one of the other two and winning over one of the other two. So this is a direct and Luis pointed this out to me last week and I was like, oh my God, they're going to do it. And I remembered how much it angered me last time during the pandemic, they did a cruiserweight title tournament, just like this, where it was around Robin and they found some way to circuitously book it. So there was a, there was a three-way tie in one of the groups between Kushida, Jake Atlas and Drake Maverick. And then they had to have an extra match after the round robin was all done so they could determine a winner. And Drake Maverick won, even though he really didn't. But Kushida was like, yeah, it's fine. You can, you can go ahead and win this, win, this, win this group. And it was just like, what? And I hated it at the time because it was like, it's just so, why do you book it, like an, the most roundabout way to get to the, Nathan Frazier versus Tyler Bate. All you had to do was book it in a way where if Nathan Frazier beats Joe Coffey, he, he's through to the finals. If Tyler Bate beats Pete Dunn, he's through to the finals. And then 
you just have your match. We all, I think we all assume that we're going to get Nathan Frazier versus Tyler Bate. That's kind of been a thing that we've been, that's the, been the story going on for months. Um, just book it in the way that makes the most sense as opposed to the least sense. That's all. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, but the matches are going to be good. The matches are going to be very good. But you're right. It is, it is of all the things you could repeat from those times. Yeah. Why is this the one thing that you're repeating? But uh, I'm wondering if they're doing that to match up taping schedules with Pete Dunn or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? But so, yes, Joe Coffey talks some crap backstage about Duke Hudson and uh, and then uh, Duke Hudson. Um, Hold on. So you're going to lip sync. I'm going to do Joe Coffey's voice off off screen like this. And then you're gonna lip sync what I what I say, okay? Okay, yeah. I've been the old zone favorite in this tournament since the beginning. And now all I've got to do to win my group is to beat Duke Hudson. <laughs> Give me a break, Leo. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um Yeah, and then uh Joe Do you think we're the most professional review show in the world? No, there's no one more professional than us. Professional. I speak at conferences, Alex. I don't know if you know this. No, no it's true. You do. You're, you're, you are a, a, a vital voice in the podcasting world about how to be more professional in podcasting. Yeah. Okay. Bits. Um, you got to do bits. Uh, hey, so, speaking of bits. Yep. You can support us on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, but mostly I was using that as a bridge mm -hmm. for your midstream reminder to remind you to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Plenty of contract news coming out of there. All right. LA Knight, you're going to want the details of the LA Knight search. Mm -hmm. You're going to want to be up to date. All right. You're going to want to know what's going on with yeah and how far apart they are on money or how far apart they aren't on money. Get it accurately. Don't get all these punk ass aggregators or all these whiners on Twitter who are like, oh, but then Sean's at no. Just subscribe to FiveFlesLack.com. Mm -hmm. It's five dollars. We encourage you to steal other people's credit cards if you can't afford it. Subscribe to Five Plus Select. Plus, you get me and Alice doing pay-per-view post shows. Plus, you get a bunch of bonus podcasts. And plus, you know, Sean's really he's actually really nice. So just mm -hmm. give us your money because we're all nice. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to make money. Thanks. Back to you. So um, <laughs> Roxanne is talking to some women um, in the back. Is this a new thing that Gen Z does w to wear a very wide belt as a tube top? Because one of the ladies in this segment seemed to be very young and she was wearing a very wide it was fine. Nothing, nothing showed, but she was wearing a belt as a tube top. And I was like, is that a thing? I am so old, Kate. It is. You You have had a lot of fashion questions in recent weeks. I don't know the answer. I think there's probably young ladies that could answer that. But I will say, and okay, see, Emily already chiming in. Yes, the kids do that today. They did it in the 90s, and they seem to be bringing back the worst parts of the 90s, which are wow. jeans that, that make did, me look that like did, I have a poopy that did diaper. Not extend, that did not extend to, to, to my area of the world. We were There were no wide belts as as uh tube tops where i was uh living. 
it was more just like making things into tube tops that weren't tube tops. Like uh, okay, white belts, fine. skirts. Like it was a very skirts, weird moment. Skirts skirts was a thing. Yeah. 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 Not great. Anyway. Um, so it was like I won the breakout tournament and and it just it launched me into so many amazing things. That's why I'm definitely still the champion now, says Roxanne. Um it's it was it should have launched her. It, it she did win and it should have launched her into a lot of stuff, but what it launched her into was a I have anxiety, so therefore I'm a loser storyline, which is still that going is on today. Um but uh they she gets walked up on by Electra Lopez at Lola Vice, and Electra says, What's this I hear about you making problems backstage? Uh in in the locker room. Are you a locker room cancer or something? I believe she asks her. Um uh, Roxanne, of course, issues. A, a, a noted AJ Lee fan. So perhaps uh this is a little anyway. winks and nods. Little winks and nods. Um and so well, yeah, we're yes. So Lola Vice says she's going to win the tournament. Um, it feels like that's a fairly sure bet, depending who else is in it. Um, yeah, I think we got to see who else. Like if Sol Ruka is ready to come back or something, maybe yeah, not. She's, but... She tore ACL. She's done. She's not going to be back for a while. Um, yeah, I, a while ago now, right? Isn't she going on a year out? Sol was in the tournament last year. Like, you know, so like it oh my feels God, weird. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I don't know how so, time works. No, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Um, like it's I, September, April was yesterday. What happened? Yeah, I don't get how yeah. that works. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see because I, I the the thing about the breakout tournament is that um I just yeah we'll see we'll see how this goes um they because they because they're bringing in a bunch of like college kids who had no experience in wrestling whatsoever but they looked yeah. like they might have the look I, I always worry about this but yeah see i can't i can't cool. even wrap my hand around this yeah. like all in was two weeks ago i know this feels like eight years ago no it does true it's true it does feel like what happens the time yeah yeah wrestling time is dog years yeah anyway she's got like another eight months to go my bad will's right they also called jay uso a toxic person in the locker room they did yeah, so they're definitely doing that now, and they think it's funny. They think it's funny. It's um, funny. Um, Mustafa Ali gets interviewed backstage, and he's um, he's back to doing the um, I'm not being a bad guy, and the way that I'm saying that I'm not a bad guy lets you know that I am actually a very bad guy. He's doing that thing now, which. Um, I don't understand why they won't just let this guy be the greatest baby face they've ever had on the roster since Daniel Bryan. Because he's so damn easy to root for and amazing to watch in the ring. And kids would cheer for him forever. And they're just not going to let him do that. They could have had him confront Dominic and be like, hey, I'm going to take that victory you gave me last week. But all that proves is that you think I'm not a threat to you. So thanks for choosing me to be your opponent. It'll be the biggest mistake you ever made. They could have him have that segment with Dominic, or they could have him say to Dragon Lee, like, look, look, dude, I'm totally sorry that you lost. Like, 
I have no argument. It was a fast count, but there's nothing we can do about it now. So I'm going to go on to No Mercy. I'm going to become the champ, and I promise. I swear, pinky swear, pinky promise, cherry on top, you totally will get the first match when I'm champion. They could have him do one of those two things. They chose the wrong one to me. So, yeah. He's not doing his political shtick anymore, Bill. They had him do one vignette, and then they pulled back on it pretty fast. Yeah, which is a bummer. Uh, I stand with Safali. I hope he beats Dominic. I have. He has to, or I'll, I will he's complain about gonna. it on the internet. He's, he's not. Alex? He's not gonna. I don't get preemptively angry, okay? I'm not even, I'm so... not even preemptive angry. I'm preemptively sad. Oh, sure, yeah, it's preemptively disheartened. I but so. I will always hope because Mustafa Ali is great at literally everything. Yeah. And he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am rooting for him. He's great. He's so, so great. You know, speaking of best friends, uh, I found out that the people, the the parents of uh, my, my daughter's uh, friends um, that we've been hanging out with just because Hey, my kid likes your kid. Should we all hang out? Um, that's, that's how grown-ups that make you, friends. Yeah, that, that that's that's weird for me though. Like that was never, but now it is. Anyway, they went to high school with Mustafa Ali. Like he was a year behind them. They never really knew him, but like they're like, there's a there's so you do wrestling stuff. There's a wrestler we went to high school. What was his name? I don't remember. And and they were like they were like looked up and like oh that's him, uh, Mustafa Ali. And I was like. <gasps> Did, did they, <laughs> they say they have, he was so nice? No, they said they didn't know him. Like their high school had like four thousand kids in it. He was well, a why year are they them. such idiots? Why didn't they know, know he was gonna be so great and become his best friend and then ah. introduce us to him and I he could know. be our third host and we would hang out every Tuesday? It would be so great, but no, apparently. Yeah. That's how life works. Uh, yeah, anyway. <clears throat> so Wesley uh, just decides he's going to go home. He's going to go home. He's walking to the door, dragging his little rolly suitcase with him. And apparently Oni Lorkin is the guy who was like, hey, Wes, where are you going? Where are you going, buddy? I miss Oni Lorkin. <laughs> I miss the way he would just literally run into you with his elbow. <laughs> like he would just, he would just, he, he was all pointy, everything. He had 12 pointy elbows and he would just run at you as hard as he could. I miss Oni Lorkin. Anyway, um, he... Uh, He's he's gonna home. I promised myself I wasn't going to No Mercy. I was gonna go home, and his fiance meets him at the door. They have a little kiss. She's very understanding, and they get in the car and they drive away. And the next time we see him, he'll be on the main roster. Kate is what is implied. It has been implied by this. I do not necessarily think that is the case, but this is what they were implying. Yes, he's definitely just gonna show up at No Mercy. Yeah, he's just gonna show up in No Mercy and gonna... for, for Leon Dragunov and, oh, and yeah, hundred percent. Yep, yeah, that's true. Uh, yes, um, good for him. She's babe. Well done, Wesley. Mm-hmm. Smooching. Uh, if you really loved her, you would not bring her into the NXT parking lot. I'll say no. that much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, I have Mm-mm. questions about his character. Right. Letting the love of his life mm-hmm. walk around such a dangerous territory, mm-hmm. but yep. If he is going to the main roster, which he should, mm-hmm. adorable that we would think that. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. It would be right good for this, him. Though, he, he deserves it. 
we then we 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 pan over to another tease of CM Punk showing up in NXT when Gigi Dolan and Blair Davenport beat each other up backstage, and everyone has to pull them apart. It's just become one giant. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is like a CM Punk reference." CM Punk NXT confirmed. I think if you saw the quotes coming out of the call with Nick Khan today, <laughs> it seemed like uh, he was itching to get CM Punk back in a but WWE. That's doctor. what he would say if he was going to throw you off the scent. Oh, Lord. This is not a work, as Sean's had to yell into the camera multiple times. Uh, yeah, backstage attacks happen all the time in NXT. My favorite part about this one, though, was the black hoodie, but Gigi has very bright orange hair, and you could just see pieces of it. <laughs> and I was like, well, we know who you are, mm -hmm. and I'm mm -hmm. sure Blair Davenport did, too. But this was fine. I believe, I believe I've been I've been misinformed or, or two conflicting sources. I cannot confirm either way that was either his fiance or his wife. Either way, he's either, way. either locked it up or he's gonna lock it up. Right there, you go. Will, okay. Will Chisholm says, "To be fair, if it was their way of teasing Punk, it would be more telling than them teasing Cody. Like, say it's going to be a nightmare." <laughs> I'm all for whatever. Backstage shots are fun. I think Grayson Waller did it best with his Pepsi can. I thought that was the funniest one. Uh, but but yeah, this is we're continuing Gigi and Blair, I guess. We're just pulling completely away from Keanu mm -hmm. James and where that was going. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, mm -hmm. But the backstage attack looked good. It actually mm -hmm. looked like more vicious. I think Blair Davenport did a good job. Kind of selling for this now and the only backstage attack to happen with people around i feel like mm -hmm. people were like hey get off of her and it was like oh you just hang out backstage we're okay mm -hmm. <laughs> um so match uh the five the main event uh goes to women this tonight as it as it did yesterday that's two in a row that's not bad can't can't say can't say bad things about that oh yeah can't say bad things about the match match was excellent uh, the match, I hope, will silence the very small number of people who are like, I just don't see it in Tiffany Stratton. I don't see what the hype is. I don't I don't see it. I don't know. I think we should pump the brakes on Tiffany Stratton. I hope that shuts everybody up because this match was phenomenal. Now, she was in there with Becky Lynch, who I consider to be one of the absolute greatest to ever, ever, ever do it. Um, but... Tiffany definitely held her own in this thing. It was a really great match. Very back and forth. Awesome storytelling. Really cool near falls. Break it, like, like pulling somebody out of the, uh, away, throw, dragging Becky while in the disarmor over to the ring ropes, reversing it into a power bomb. An amazing swanton. That thing was gorgeous. Um, it's it wasn't what a really really the only thing that didn't work in the match was I'm pretty sure the announce table was supposed to break when they when they did the the leg drop yes. spot, uh, but other than that, can't say anything bad about any of it. I really showed out in this match. It was probably my best performance to date, mm -hmm. and I think Becky Lynch did a great job of guiding me through it. Um, 
not that she needs the help. I feel this way about Becky with most people in the ring. Um, there's something that clicks in with Becky and her opponents where I don't know if it's an extra layer of comfort or whatever, but they just tend to be more present with her that I see with like less telegraphing, less kind of counting out your paces. Like there must just be an, something that's inherently easy to trust about her because it just feels everything runs so smooth when Becky's in there. Um, and I, I saw a lot of that with Tiffany Stratton tonight. I have no complaints about Tiffany on a, a regular match, but there was just like an extra level of being in it tonight that I thought was really special with her. Um, she is great. She, she's probably the most improved alongside Julius um, that we've seen since we started reviewing the show. And I, it makes me so happy because man coming in as I play tennis and I'm a daddy's girl to where she's at now in the ring character wise, the way she started to, you I feel like we saw it all. I thought we saw the character grow. I thought we saw the athleticism grow. And then about six months in, mm -hmm. it was like the macro started to click in of her putting everything together as far as in-ring storytelling and those sequences, sequences making up a bigger picture, all of those things. The only thing that she's done that hasn't worked, I feel like was that submission match. And I don't feel like that was her fault. Um, so this was just really, really, really great. I am okay with the ending for reasons that I will defend that you will be preemptively mad about. But um, I feel like this was just a fantastic match. Becky's just, just so damn good too. But mm -hmm. like people got to see, when you're in there with someone like Becky, you get to see the fullest potential of what someone like Tiffany Stratton can do and her ceiling is very, very high. And and they really, really showed out tonight. I was a little nervous because I thought the opener was so good that I was like, I really hope it lives up to the main event hype because Ilya and Wesley were fantastic. It completely did. This made me very, very, very happy. Um, and I think Tiffany wins it right back at No Mercy. She can be a two-time champion. Becky will be able to say that she's a Grand Slam champion for the record books. Uh, no one will care that it was a two-week reign or whatever. And uh, I think that's where we're going. Um, yes. Uh, the the thing about Tiffany uh, is that she walked into the Performance Center two years ago with zero wrestling experience at all and became this in two years. So I don't – She's. it's not like she's done getting better. And she's this now. That to me is what I am very excited about. Yeah, it is um, just hard work. There's no yep. I say it all the time on here when someone says, like, they're so gifted. I'm like, you don't get yep. handed anything. It's not a gift. Right. It's just hard work. So yeah. good for her for becoming this skilled this quickly. That's a really mm -hmm. special thing. Jason Blair says incredible chemistry between Becky and Tiffany. No doubt. They they clicked immediately. That's great because we've seen some really great wrestlers. Women's wrestlers, oh, all wrestlers, but in the in recently, we've been like, why do Rhea and Asuka just not? Uh, first work? example that comes to mind. Took them three and times by, to make it. Three cool. times. The fourth, the fourth time they had to match, it was amazing. It was like it just took them a while to figure out what their rhythms were to make it work. These two, first time out of the gate with somebody again who had who as of two years ago zero experience and this is what we get you know um amazing. Incredible. 
Um, Zach Barber says Tiffany was in there with the goat. She would have had to try to look bad. Um, I mean, listen, I, I, I think that Becky Lynch is certainly a candidate to be the goat. I'm not willing to put it all at the feet of um, uh, Becky. Why the match was great. I think no, that would be ab- like saying yeah. Ricky Starks doesn't have yeah. any skill because he was in there with Brian Danielson, like, mm-hmm. which is the greatest cheat code of all. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But I, I understand the point in that Becky, Becky's made people a lot worse than Tiffany looked pretty all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Tiffany yeah. didn't need the help. It just kicks it up another notch. Um, so uh, we, we have some very long and interesting in, involved uh, super humper chats for here. Um, so uh, Will Chisholm says, if we get Becky doing Raw and NXT for some months, I'm cool with it. If we get Becky versus Roxanne at some point, I'm cool. Um, and I'll save the last part of it for uh, in a little bit. It's really Brian, who was at the show, says um, Becky was taking selfies and signing autographs after that incredible match. Little kids were crying. I was crying. She gave a promo after winning uh, off air. So he posted on Twitter. I guess we'll, we'll try and find that. Uh, and here's the pun, uh, Metaphor Loco. So we already got that pun, but it's a really good one. Good one. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce Bradley, Brian. Um, Zach Barber has a question. Uh, I'm a Becky Lynch mark, and I'm happy for her, but what does winning the NXT title do for her? It's like a Super Bowl-winning quarterback going back and winning the College Football National Championship. Um, I don't Love their miss- record books. They do love the record books. It is... Um, um, all, all the major ones now are Grand Slam champions. They want all four horsewomen to... are all Grand Slam champions. That's a that's, so the, a, that, that's... indisputably really cool legacy. I I can't argue with that being awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, yes, it yes, that's and and that is that is a that is a good thing for her. Um, so Will Chisholm, the end of his thing will lead us into uh, four back to back to back to back Humper chats. So, um, Will Chisholm says, just remember how mad we felt when Charlotte beat Rhea. And Wrestling With Movies says, right off the bat, Becky winning is nothing like Charlotte being Rhea. Becky is not constantly in a title picture. Just had forever non-title feud with Trish and a match of the year with her. She won't get Rhea yet. She deserved something. And you want to talk about putting someone over in defeat? There are a few better at doing that than Becky Lynch, something three of the four horsewomen excel at. Becky may be the best out of the three. Run it back two, please. These two have insane chemistry. Last thing. It's not the last thing, by the way. You know this run is going to end by Becky putting over someone huge. My pick would be Lyra or Roxy, if not Tiffany again. Tiffany's best match by far. And Give them a pay-per-view match? Bro, they'd kill it. Also, so not the last. Also, Becky has had three absolute bangers in the span of two weeks. She's in her Danielson era. Not saying she's better than him. It's a term I chose to use. Relax. Um, she is amazing. I I don't think anybody else could have gotten that match out of Trish in the uh, in the cage. No. Not anybody else. And I don't know how many could have gotten this match out of Tiffany now. I think I think this is the match we see from Tiffany routinely two years from now because I think she's that good. And working with Becky, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. It's great. Very good. Um, I don't think this is 
Charlotte beating Rhea a few years ago yet. This all depends on on what they do from here on out. Personally, I think the one thing that they can do out of this that is the right way to go is they run this back at no mercy. Tiffany wins. That's that's the right thing to do. They can they certainly have all these other ways to go. And um I just I I just feel like I, I think I think the calling up stuff for Tiffany is is premature. She's been doing this for two years. She said like, it's premature. She said she, she wants to stay in NXT and work on stuff, and I give her a lot she's of she's got a for. she's got a lot more to learn and can only learn by by wrestling, like bring other women down who are like great op- people that she can work with here as well. That is it's really, really good. Um uh, for her to be able to keep learning. That's a great thing. Um, I think this is also um, my a symptom to me of my apprehension with all of this stems from um, me uh, just thinking that the NXT women's title picture has been absolutely a mess. Sure. Since they were like, oh, crap, we got to fire Mandy Rose like now. Um, And even before, I think Mandy held that title way too long. And they weren't ready yet to have somebody take it off of her until they said, we got to do it now. And so they had Roxanne do it. And then they were like, actually, we don't rock Roxanne to be the champion. So let's do this incredibly convoluted story to get the title off of her. Um, And then... We'll put it on Indy, who so we weird. didn't really have any plans for, as evidenced by the way she, we were booking her leading up into the match. She won it. And then she retained it in a match where she completely effed up her ankle and then got called up while injured. And then they ran a tournament that didn't even feature Roxanne versus Tiffany in the final. So Roxanne's whole, whole storyline has been... I have anxiety and therefore I'm bad at this. And that's a terrible storyline to be running and it doesn't help her. So like I don't have any confidence in this team working backstage in NXT to know how the hell to book the women's division. So my only reason that I have confidence in it is it fits their agenda to do the right thing. It, it puts over Tiffany huge. If she wins at the pay-per-view it gives Becky her Grand Slam championship, and then Becky can just go back to what she was doing on the main roster. I'm way more concerned that Trish comes to cost her the match. I don't think she will, but that is my biggest fear in my heart of hearts. Is that Trish comes to cost Becky. I I think we're moving on from that, uh, but there's certainly things like Judgment Day has been around, right? Rhea could cost Becky. I think that's where we're heading at some point anyway. I would love for Tiffany just to beat her clean. I, I think that would be so great. Becky also, it's kind of like going out on your back ag- again because she would just be going to the main roster. Like it, it, She doesn't lose anything by, by losing to Tiffany. Uh, and to your point, I think Becky is probably one of the most... Her and Bailey, the thing that always pops into my head, the first word I think of when I think of the two of them is selfless. They are two of the most selfless in-ring dance partners that you can have. Not just from like a willing to do business booking standpoint, but a 
I'm going to make you look so good in this match standpoint. Um, and I, I really think that would be the way to go. I think they want to put it back on Tiffany. This whole thing, let's not forget, was a complete accident because of a Bosch promo. Um, and I, I think Tiffany being a two-time champion and winning it at the pay-per-view would be great. If I could book a Tiffany Stratton main roster debut, it is her beating 16-time champion Charlotte Flair. That's the way I go. I think it would be awesome if she showed up and beat Charlotte after she broke the record um, as a as a feather in the cap for the the uh, roster transition. I think it would be so cool. Um, yeah. Almost, you could do it like AJ Lee and, and Paige. It could be the next day after she wins it. Uh, but I I I think they'll do the right thing because I think it actually serves their overall agenda best. Yeah. Um. See, this is the thing. The Cyclo was saying that uh, Rox, Roxanne had a star-making match, retaining it with Mako, uh, and then she dropped it in this weird scenario. But we all assumed she was winning it back because that's the only possible thing to do unless she's being called up. Well, she hasn't been called up, and Especially she never won it back. mental health storyline. Yeah. You're reinforcing the belief that she's a loser for having anxiety. Yeah. Um, that was my so whole thing. I just... I, I, it, they have they have misbooked enough that I sure. don't see why I should have faith in them to book correctly, and that is that is my deal with this, and why I'm certainly hoping that because Tiffany again, she won the title, and then they they up and tonight was, I don't know, times a million the best match she's had as champion or ever. Sure. Like yeah. the stuff with with Thea, I thought was totally bad booking. The thing she had with 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 uh, Kiana was did was whatever. This was amazing, and so to have her lose the title if she never gets it back, that's a giant misstep. So she's got to get it back. She and does. I think, I mean, she she ha she has to. If she yeah. doesn't, then then it's a it's really 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 bad. And I assume there is a greater chance of them being bad at this than them being good at this. And that is where it all stems from. Normally, that's very fair. But I feel like they wanted Becky to be a Grand Slam champion. And yeah. it, it they only do the right thing when it serves their overall interests better. And I think mm -hmm. this is one of the rare cases that it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Will Chisholm says, uh, talking about finding your dark side. Kate, to be fair to NXT, all 2000s movies had had, uh, um, had, had a, a one a mad white girls going on the dark side, just like the 90s movie would have a girl with glasses to take them off, and now she's hot. Okay, fair, but also it's, it's 2023, so yeah, we true. could not do true. 2000s movies. Tropes. All right, here we go. Um, Jake Neal says, does this mean a Robin Leach impression now? I don't know. I haven't done one yet. Who knows? Um, Sefa is uh, sending in five dollars uh, for Kate's black lipstick fund. Oh, thank you so much. And also for it. your neck for your neck health as well. Um, See, you're a better person than Adam Cole. Mm -hmm. Luis Polito says prime Cedric Alexander. Uh, monkey's paw pun because a shout out to Cedric, but uh, not a mention for Logan. No, that's bad. Um, Electric Mayhem says demolition orange crush. Um. True Infamous says Red Bull gives you a one-winged angel. Um, uh, I also got a text that just said Red Bull Nakano. So 
That's good. Tread, uh, tread, to infl- to infamous, uh, says, uh, rock C4 en- energy. <laughs> uh, T electric mayhem says black cherry Stasiak. T electric mayhem says Carmelo yellow haze. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, that's oh, really great. Ricardo the Firefly says, amazing code red. Uh, Kim, Kim Gray says, Sonny D. Von Dudley. Uh, Can I get chips with that? Says, Solo Sicola. <laughs> Matt Gray Sky says, Orange Crush Cassidy. Matt Gray Sky says, Power Thirst. Uh, <laughs> um, Very good. Meet Normus uh, says, garnish your drink with Cameron Limes for flavor to the moon. Mustafa Acai, grizzled young vegetable juices, Becky Lynchburg lemonade. Toodles. Thank you. Toodles. Um, G, uh, Matthew Plus asks, is the Rock's daughter's about to get two dimes? No, no, no. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. I believe the GYV got two dimes, perhaps. Um, the GYV. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here we go. Um, uh, first of all, uh, a, a request from Lieutenant Photo for Sheeler to react to Danielson versus a Zack Sabre Jr. being announced. I don't know if I can do an impression of anybody else because I'm still just so happy. <laughs> oh my God. The DSJ and the Danielson in the hometown of Seattle. We've been waiting for it, but the Danielson just keeps getting injured all the time. He's got the arm injury and the neck injury. This has happened. We had the Zack Sabre Jr. calling out the Blackpool Combat Club, calling them the Blackpool Country Club. Very funny. Very cheeky, the Zack Sabre Jr. Both very technical. Very technical match. Got to be the techers, as they say in Seattle, at the Wrestle Dream. You know what I love about the Zack Sabre Jr.? What do you love about the Zack Sabre Jr.? I love that he calls everybody dickhead. I think it's hilarious. He's got that wonderful little plummy British voice. And she's like, hello, dickhead. And it's it's very funny the way he says it. I, I he like does. It. He calls everybody a dickhead. You know what yes. I love about the Zack Sabre Jr.? What's that? The theme by Mass Lines. Oh my, oh, my goodness. You can go pick it up on their band camp. It's a pay-what-you-can model. Uh, the album is great. I would say that Paperwork and Charm Offensive are even better than the Young Punks theme. They're very nice. I got a very nice message from the lead singer for all the shout-outs that I give, so go buy the vinyl. CSJ and Danielson and Will Ospreay versus CSJ in London Mm -hmm. and Will Ospreay versus Marafuji. Look at all the lads getting their troop matches. So great. Uh, Tom LaValle wants Tony D reading the opening to The Great Gatsby. I love so- how ridiculous some of these requests are. This is the best. In my younger and more vulnerable years, my father gave me some advice. I've been turning over in my mind ever since. Whenever you feel like criticizing anyone, he told me, just remember that all the people in this world haven't had the advantages that you've had. He didn't say any more. We've always been unusually communicative in a reserved way. I understood that he meant a great deal more than that. In consequence, I'm inclined to reserve all judgments, a habit that has opened up many curious natures to me, and has also made me the victim of not a few veteran boars. 
the abnormal mind is quick to detect and attach itself to this quality when it appears in a normal person. So it came about that in college, I was unjustly accused of being a politician because I was privy to the secret griefs of wild, unknown men. Most of the confidences were unsought. Frequently, I have feigned sleep, preoccupation, or a hostile levity when I really realized by some unmistakable sign that an intimate revelation was quivering on the horizon. For the intimate revelations of young men, or at least the terms in which they express them, are usually plagiaristic and marred by obvious suppressions. Jeez, with the $3 words here. Reserving judgments is a matter of infinite hope. I am still a little afraid of missing something if I forget that, as my father snobbishly suggested, and I snobbishly repeat. A sense of the fundamental decencies is parceled out unequally at birth. Gabagoo. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm happy that you like that. Uh, thank you, Tom. Where's the money? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <clears throat> uh, Tillerick Mayhem wants uh, Ludwig Kaiser to sing "Sweet Dreams Are Made of This" by the Eurythmics. Right, here we go. Who are you to disagree? Honestly. <clears throat> Sweet dreams are made of this who am i to disagree i traveled the world and the seven seas everybody's looking for something some of them want to use you some of them want to be abused some of them want to abuse you. Some of them want to be. Thank you. I don't want to be abused or to use anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, what oh my goodness matthew plus uh wants our truth <laughs> reading teddy roosevelt's man in the arena speech um hold on I, I, let me see if i can work on my our truth here while um luis uh it's a pretty simple speech it's just people in the arena what's up what's I up it. that's mm. it that's the whole speech yeah, it's, it's mostly what it is yeah all right, because right, I have to I have to save uh, Ricky Rainbow for last. Obviously, there's there's one more Ricky Rainbow here. All right, here we go. All right, so here we go. Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can <clears throat> figure out. Ah, me 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 me. Let's see if I can get my R Truth back. Here we go. <clears throat> Just for you, Matthew Plus. It's not the critical currency, not the man who points out how strong man stumbles, where the doer of deeds could have done them better. It is the credit that belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is mild by a dust and the sweat in the blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes out short again and again, because there is no effort without error and a shortcoming, but 
who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows of great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in the worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know a victory nor a defeat. Do the deeds. I'm really rusty. Um, yeah, on, no, that sounded my, on, like somebody else entirely. I'm really rusty on my R-Truth, unfortunately. Did not sound like Giovanni Vinci, though. I can honestly say that. Okay. All right, here we go. Summoning. Summoning, summoning, summoning. Louis Phil wants Ricky Rainbow, that's me, to sing Buzz Cut Season. Wait, wait, is there another one? No. Oh, she oh, it's just it's just a regular humper chat. I'll read it before I do the, the jukebox. I just want to say how much Becky versus Jamie Hater would hump. They'd be the absolute they beat the absolute fuck out of each other. Also, I was made for loving you by Kiss, sung by Nathan Frazier. Well, I'm going to sing it because once the wig comes on, it don't come off. So I'm going to do this buzz cut season by Lord. And then I will do the I was made for Who's loving you. Hmm? Lord. Oh, okay. I remember when your head caught flame, it kissed your scalp and caressed your brain. Or remember when your head caught flame, well, you laughed, baby. It's okay. It's buzz cut season anyway. Well, you laughed, baby. It's okay. Explosions on TV and all the girls with heads inside a dream. So now we leave beside the pool where everything is good. We ride the bus with the knees pulled in. People should see how we're living. We ride the bus with the knees pulled in. Shut my eyes to the song that plays. Sometimes it has a hot, sweet taste. Shut my eyes to the song that plays. The men up on the news, they try to tell us all that we will lose. But it's so easy in this blue where everything is good. And I'll never go home again. Place to call, feel it start. Favourite friend, and nothing wrong when nothing's true. I live in a hologram with you. We're all the things we do for fun. And I'll breathe. And it goes, play along. Make believe it's hyper real. But I live in a hologram with you. Thank you. Thank you, Ricky. I was made for loving you. By Kiss. Me? Oh, the song. Oh. Sure. <clears throat> tonight, I want to give it all to you. In the darkness, there's so much I want to do. And tonight, I want to lay it at your feet. Because, girl, I was made for you. And girl, you were made for me. I was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving me. And I can't get enough of you, baby. Can't you get enough of me? Thank you. Thank you, Ricky. You're muted. There you are. You were muted for a second. I couldn't hear I you. I was muted. I was wondering if I was going deaf. You were muted, I'm sorry, bro. and I thought you were. I'm sorry, mate. I was made for loving. I was loving Ricky Rainbow. 
All right, we got 10 seconds. So I'm just going to say keep cool, gobbledygooks. Toodles. And you say? Toodles. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.